Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be going through some bounce back fantasy football wide receivers. About a week ago, I put out a video going through the bounce back running backs. And so now it's time to talk about the wideouts. And these are going to be players who were drafted pretty high last year, but just didn't really end up producing to the expectation that people had for them and just ended up being disappointing picks overall. Before I start talking about the players, I just want to say that if you watch this video and you're enjoying the content, you like what you guys are seeing, please just make sure you leave a like and subscribe to the channel. I'd really appreciate it and it would help me out a lot. Then also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Let's get into the receivers. My number one bounce back fantasy wide receiver has got to be Michael Thomas. I think he was the biggest bust in 2020 overall, you know, because it wasn't just injuries that kind of held him back. You had players like CMC and Saquon who suffered injuries, didn't play in many games and ended up busting because of that. But I mean, Thomas dealt with the injuries and just overall poor play. So I think in general, he was the number one bust. He was going as a mid first round pick, the clear wide receiver one off the board, but he ended up suffering a high ankle sprain in week one, and he only ended up appearing in seven total games. He was suspended in week five for fighting during practice, and then he ended up finishing as the wide receiver 48 in points per game. That's using half point PPR. And so that's not even like his total numbers on a week to week basis in the games he played in. He was bad. He was a bottom tier wide receiver four which is obviously nowhere near where you drafted him at as your wide receiver one. But after the season, we found out that he basically needed multiple ankle surgeries and he got that when the season was over. But he was playing through the injury basically to have one last ride with Drew Brees, you know, which is decently respectable. And so there's basically no way that Michael Thomas isn't able to bounce back from his 2020 season. And at the beginning of the offseason, I honestly wasn't a huge fan of Michael Thomas for fantasy. I was kind of feeling a little bit burned by just his totally lackluster 2020 season, but I'm slowly warming up to him this year. And it's just because his track record is so solid. It really speaks for itself. So I'm going to go through his past seasons in points per game, and this is using half point PPR scoring. So in 2016, he was the wide receiver eight in points per game, 2017 wide receiver eight again, 2018 wide receiver seven, and then 2019 wide receiver one. So before last year, he had four straight seasons of wide receiver one production. You can't say that about a lot of these other wide receivers out there. And it really doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Thomas is going to receive a huge target share on this team. Even though he was playing through those injuries in the 2020 season, he still received a 27.8% target share, which was number four in the NFL. So that's a crazy high target share number, especially when he wasn't even really producing. And then you look back in 2019, he led the NFL with a 33.2% target share. And then you also look at what happened to the Saints this offseason. They lost Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook to free agency. So now it's going to be him and Kamara. And they're basically going to be competing for targets with guys like Traquan Smith, Marquez Calloway, and Adam Troutman. And so, I mean, I don't think those guys are any competition to Michael Thomas. He is going to get the clear alpha workload out of that wide receiver one slot. And he's currently number nine in my wide receiver rankings. I couldn't really justify moving him over guys who put up, you know, really solid wide receiver one seasons last year, but I like him at his ADP more than a lot of guys that I have ranked in front of him. He's currently an early to third mid-round pick. So, you know, I would rather snag Michael Thomas in the early to mid third than, you know, reach in the mid second to get some of those guys that are ranked ahead of him. 
In drafts right now, I'm going to be targeting guys like Michael Thomas and Keenan Allen, who are basically at this same ADP all day. So I really expect Michael Thomas to have a bounce back year and return to his wide receiver one self. The next wide out who's going to have a bounce back season is Terry McLaurin. And this may be a surprising guy who's on this list because I wouldn't say he was a huge disappointment last year, but I mean, I think he just didn't have as big of a jump as a lot of people were expecting. So in 2019, he was the wide receiver 28. That was his rookie year. So wide receiver 28 in points per game, averaged 11.6 half point PPR points per game. And then in 2020, he was the wide receiver 20, averaging 12 half point PPR points per game. So he really only jumped that 0.4 points, which just wasn't really a huge jump from his rookie season. But I think right now, Terry is in store for a huge 2021 season. From 2019 to 2020, we saw his target share improve from number 22 in the NFL to number 10. He tallied more targets, receptions, and receiving yards in 2020. The only really thing he regressed in was his touchdowns. He scored four touchdowns in 15 games, so just super low touchdown upside. And that really comes down to the Washington football team throwing for the third fewest amount of passing touchdowns. They only passed for 16 touchdowns the entire season. So one touchdown a game really isn't going to be getting it done to support those receiving weapons. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to come in and make a huge difference for Terry McLaurin. You know, he's had an up and down career overall as a quarterback, but when he can retain the starting job, or even when he doesn't retain the starting job, he is going to support his wide receiver one. In 2015, we saw Fitz be the starter with the Jets. He played all 16 games. His top target, Brandon Marshall, finished as the wide receiver four in points per game. So that's high-end wide receiver one numbers. You look back just to last season in 2020, when Fitz was at quarterback, the Dolphins wide receiver one, Devontae Parker, averaged 11.7 half-point PPR points per game compared to 6.8 when Fitzpatrick was not playing quarterback. So he's just going to come in and provide more passing volume and touchdown upside this year, which was definitely missing in years past. And overall, he's just going to be a major upgrade over the Haskins-Allen-Smith combo that Terry McLaurin was playing with last year. The Washington football team also brought in some new weapons. They signed Curtis Samuel in free agency and then went out and drafted Deami Brown. And so now Terry has some other targets to kind of take the attention off of him. Before last season, I mean, he was really the only guy you had to respect down the field. And so now, you know, he can take some of the pressure off of him, which will hopefully open some things up. And with all of these changes that I talked about, I think it is a very reasonable possibility that McLaurin can jump from the wide receiver 20, which he was in 2020 in points per game, to a top 12 wide receiver this year. All right, the last wide receiver I'm going to talk about is Cooper Cup. And he totally flopped in 2020. I want to look back at some of his recent seasons. So in 2018, he finished as the wide receiver 11 in points per game. Then in 2019, the wide receiver 7. So in 2018, 2019, back-to-back wide receiver 1 finishes. Then in 2020, absolutely plummeted to wide receiver 35 in points per game. And Cup basically saw a similar number of opportunities in 2020 compared to 2019. He only caught two less passes on 10 less targets, but he did play in one less game. So that kind of makes sense. So basically the same amount of opportunity and he just saw a slight regression in receiving yardage, but the clear, clear difference was just a huge drop in his touchdowns. Cup fell from 10 touchdowns in 2019 
to only three in 2020. I think this is a case of Cup being fortunate with touchdown upside in 2019. He caught 10 of the team's 22 passing touchdowns, which is a really high percentage especially for a guy that was basically splitting the work with Robert Woods. And I essentially think he got unlucky in 2020, caught only three of the team's 20 passing touchdowns, but now you have Matthew Stafford joining the Rams. And I think the overall ceiling of this offense is just gonna be so much better than it was in 2019 and 2020. Cup will likely have much more touchdown upside and just overall receiving volume. And so I'd pretty much be shocked if Cooper Cup doesn't finish as a solid wide receiver two or better in points per game this year. All right, so those are the three wide receivers that I expect to have solid bounce back seasons, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, and Cooper Cup. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for stopping by and watching and listening. Like I mentioned earlier, if you enjoyed the content, please just make sure you hit that like button and subscribe then let me know your thoughts down below. That's all I've got for you guys. Thank you again. Stay tuned and I'll see you guys tomorrow.